थी हाउ आर यू टूडे येस आई रिसीव योर नोट्स एंड इवन इफ यू डोंट से एनी थिंग आई रिसीव यू कॉन्स्टेंटली ऑलवेज यू नो दैट्स सो वंडरफुल अबाउट अस ह्यूमन बींग्स दैट वॉन्स वी कनेक्ट द कनेक्शन कैन नेवर बी ब्रोकन either that connect is beautiful like ours a great friendship but we have never met each other and yet we're so connected or it's a connection where we have had a bad experience and yet we connected in either case there is passion there is some excitement which connects us nature doesn't look at things existence doesn't look at things as good or bad it just understands energy if it's an indifferent connection it didn't feel anything that we don't remember but anything very pleasant anything very very unpleasant we always remember we carry it with us we don't even remember like in the traditional conventional sense of of the matter that we remember with our minds no our whole being carries it and that's why everyone's after having new experiences isn't it immersive experiences that changes us and that's why we love to travel because that changes us we having experiences of the unknown uncertain all the time it opens us up enough of me <coughs> this space is about you about us about this connection between us that is nurturing us both and is nurtured by us also it's amazing isn't it and i wanted to give this uh, a more real space you know and so it's here in the public <laughs> i hope you won't mind I wanted to talk about check-in. Like every evening, every morning, in fact, several times a day, I want to switch on my pod- podcast and check in with myself. And I wanted to share that insight with you. What does that check-in really mean and what does it really do at least for me? I'm sure there are many, 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 many of us out there who are feeling similarly. That we are on a journey of presence. And what does that presence do? and how is how are we nurturing and being nurtured by that presence and what does that presence have to do with check in so what happens to me is every time i'm checking in is uh connecting with myself in that check in like right now i'm connecting with myself to what is alive in me right now and why is that important i was asking myself why is that important it's important because we are dynamic beings life is constantly passing through us negative positive neutral whatever it is is passing through us constantly and it seems to me as i keep going on this journey that our job is only to pay attention to it like stop doing everything stop doing having feeling being and actually sit down and pay attention to what is and articulate it and express that which is alive in us moment to moment oh. and so several times a day 
in very many different ways one can check in one of the ways may be to talk some of us like to talk and connect some of us like to paint and connect or dance or do something mindful or exercise or cook or clean or garden or many things or serve someone go and help the society so many ways to check in and be present to that ever flowing force of life that is constructing and using and working through us and in that we remain and stand changed we grow we mature we evolve we become becoming happens on its own that you don't have to do anything it's so effortless no and so i felt the check in is <clears throat> this is what it means to me i wonder what it means to you and i have another wonderful story to share with you that happened a few days back and oh i've been waiting to share it with you and now is the moment it's matured you know we met because of uh, because of the course in miracles and perhaps that was the only reason i came there so there's one story and one insight <coughs> and it seems to me that we go to things that attract us whether it's a dance class or a workout or a seminar or a party or a meeting or this course that we both attended and there is only a few things we want from it at that point which is which is actually attracting us calling us and we feel inspired to be there and sometimes many times we can't even explain why we want to do it but we want to do it and so you and i both were there in that space and out of all the people i met there you and i forged this amazing connection isn't it amazing it's 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 just so beautiful and it's been what over 6 months 7 months i guess a little bit like that and we have grown to know each other so beautifully there's so many 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 moments to cherish your sharing you allowing me to share and come out and this whole unfolding because of you that i could start a podcast because i could begin to hear myself in all those voice messages i kept sending to you and i realized what is it actually doing to me and the more we share about what it's doing anything is doing to us the more we are mirroring it to everyone else that perhaps this works this works better than anything else perhaps at least it's working for me in ways that i'm going to strive for perhaps the rest of my life to try and articulate and express so that we all enjoy effortless living and things get done through us not by us a lot gets done <clears throat> so the th- the story that happened a couple of days back i'm so excited to tell you about it um for five days back i was doing some something online and i came across a website it was very strange oh the website uh was showing the exact kind of work that i do in the artist within journeys right that's where you came after the after we connected on uh the course in miracles you came and saw 
what I do with art and uh, what I'm inspired to to uh, facilitate for people and if people from all across the world were coming and it's so beautiful that we can sit in presence and we can paint or we can paint and experience presence so the process of process art and that was a calling just before the pandemic that my heart said just paint just paint don't do anything else just paint and even though i had so many other challenges and all common sense was say shouting and saying well you better get a job or do a project or something and you know don't don't indulge in this and my heart is saying no this is it and from all my 40 years i know that i better listen to the heart it's never wrong right in our instinct saying that just just paint that's it and so when i did that and then Uh, eventually within 3 months the pandemic was announced and then i was in a very good space because i was practicing presence and empathic listening to myself through art and uh, that built so much empowerment and joy and energy and life in me that then i was able to be there for others <clears throat> and so i did parenting listening circles for lots of parents and then i did uh, started the artist within again because of a friend i connected across the continents and her soul and you know the connection with noel uh, that uh, called me to share what are the processes what does one artist go through or what comes alive in them when they are painting and i always wanted to share that rich inner world and what is possible there and it became so easy to do that and then you came there too and uh, oh my god you showered me with so many gifts <clears throat> and so uh, i came across this website which is doing they were doing they are doing the same kind of work of painting in presence and uh, i was astounded i was like wow this is amazing word to word everything just the way i mean amazing so i wrote to the gentleman and said uh, can we talk and uh, interestingly he said yes and so <clears throat> here's the fun part we had a zoom session a couple of days back and we were sharing how we discovered this process of painting in presence and how we uh, enjoy it and how it's really filling our lives with everything we could have ever imagined and you know what in that sharing he's 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 about 20 years older than me and he's in america and uh, uh, he loves india he's come here several times and he acknowledged that he's learned a lot from uh, indian uh, gurus and indian masters or you know uh, indian aware people sort of thing and uh, 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 then he shared that he took all his work online because of the pandemic And remember I started the artist within inspired from the people I met in the pandemic online and though I've done the presence work through theater through art before through education through dance through music through writing this was a whole new level so we both were sharing this and I said oh I'd love to attend one of your sessions and he said oh I would love to attend one of yours too and we said which day do you have yours now you would not believe this but he has his sessions on the exact day and the exact time 
in different time zones of the week is very incredible i have my sessions now every wednesday at 8 pm india time and he has his sessions on every wednesday 10 am us time that's the exact time and how incredible it is that life somehow showed us to i mean i do have some other sessions of the same kind of one on one and he also has but the main sessions we talked about is wednesdays and that was that was just light all over it you know like oh my god we both just stopped you know and i wanted to share this this is what presence does this is what presence meaning the whole of alive organic mm, life that is around us everyone everyone every living thing everything is alive not just living thing but even inanimate objects even dead things are actually alive as in they are vibrating with that force of life and they constitute this intelligent force that is moving in and around us and we are a part of it we're moving with it in it by it and that informs us that is like a radio frequency going across the planet and saying hey you do it on a wednesday and saying whispering it in his ears and say you do it on a wednesday too same time and i wonder if there is anything you know do it my imagination takes off but i don't want to imagine it but could be something to it that maybe there are many others who i haven't met yet and they too are doing similar kind of work of course there are there are people who are doing mindfulness i'm sorry i'm a bit distracted by this mosquito that is trying to tickle me tickle is fine but please don't bite <laughs> and and uh, uh, increasing increasing presence and what does presence really mean translates into so many things but basically it means keeping your ears to the ground of life and picking up signals that suggest what is the most light joyful gentle thing you could do next and it may not feel gentle you know in the in the conventional sense of the word word for example i've been i've been working non-stop since morning and it felt gentle within me but not outside me outside me my little bit my body was a little bit tight at sometimes and i had to stop to drink loads of water and go for a walk several times you know mini walks but overall it is gentle overall all the unfoldings all the meetings i had or sessions i had or connections i had with my family and everyone else was very constructive it felt whole felt like going you're going in the right direction felt like the life is supporting you you know whatever decisions you're taking it's opening up one door at a time and there was a major news that came in too which was like wow i could have not imagined this coming from my mother but that story for some other time and i welcome it it was very touching to hear that but uh, wow so a lot happened right and that presence can take that shape 
where basically whatever is happening and however you're feeling on the physical emotional mental levels even social financial and all other levels that may be but overall you feel like you are being held you're going in the right direction there's a sense of sense of uh, orientation a sense of self a sense of fulfillment a sense of centering so i feel very grateful and i wanted to share this with you panti that when great gratitude when it naturally arises is so satisfying oh so satisfying it just arises at the end of the day you sit back and say oh my god thank you so much for all of these things all of these things that happened and happened that came alive in me that passed through my mind through my heart some of them were hard some of them were not so hard some of them are amazing some of them are okay nothing much but all of them together construct this moment of life and so it seems like my days have been naturally on their own organized themselves around a kind of a structure that the morning half is all about just being present just trying to slowly come to the day and that slowly by i by slowly i don't mean lazily it could be slowly doing lots of exercise slowly doing lots of work <laughs> it's it's just about uh feeling the new day feeling uh sensing sniffing um waking up to it it's like what's what's it all about today you know just putting your head down on the ground slowly and the second half of the day which is the afternoon is kind of taking all of the material of the morning a kind of a inquiry has started and leaning into it so i lie down or do something sit down activities or introspection or writing or replying to emails or organizing and in that that uh, inner sensing of what where are we going with this what's happening what do you want me to do with it how do you want me to respond what should i say how should i come across and then finally the last half of the day evening onwards till late in the night is all about expressing it when it feels like okay it's all concluding it's all going and sitting in its right position like a jigsaw has been found and shaped and now it's being put into its right slot slowly and then it's kind of wrapping it up and kneading it in the ground to give fodder to the tree of life or releasing it in the air and telling the bird you can fly now after feeding it and bathing it and talking and playing with it the whole day and so this beautiful structure to the day has come about because of because of this habit of unschooly habit you know like just going from moment to moment and figuring out has been very frustrating many 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 years that you know what life wants from me you know in the in the conventional sense i can't get busy anymore i can't take on too much work anymore <clears throat> and yet a lot gets done it's interesting that because i have memory of living in the conventional sense of having a job having <clears throat> my own businesses and enterprise and then switching to the unschooling mindful way of minimalist living 
uh, and switching was not like you know you switch by ma- making a choice is life pushing you and saying come on make the choice come on there's no other choice i'm giving you you make that say yes to me come on you know it's not like i looked at it in one day and said oh it's a pretty good option now let me take that choice no <laughs> it's not like that and thankfully it's good that it's not like that right because then it would be a mental decision or a, or a one sided decision or some part of you is deciding but not the whole of you but when you're grappling and struggling with it then the whole being comes to a point where you feel okay there is no other choice i've thought and overthought it i can see i've analyzed it to death there isn't any other choice but to let life do its thing and then it shows what it wanted you what is what it has brought for you then you say okay yes yes i will do this and so each time there is a difficult decision to take and you wonder where where's the pattern where's the pattern i'm used to patterns show me the pattern i've done this before i can do this before again and and there's no pattern to it there is no pattern life destroys all patterns and, you know throws away the mold every time you create a mold it throws it away and asks you to live on the edge <clears throat> till you one day figure out that you could probably make your house on the edge now because that's the only place you've been in all your life on the edge when you're wandering into a dark night of the soul you've been walking through that night and walking through the might as well just live in that night and don't expect it to ever get over maybe you're a night creature you maybe you're an owl or a or a beautiful snake or a night moth and you live in the night you thrive in the night so it's been wonderful challenging difficult unbearable merciless but wonderful because perceptions finally mature to allow one to see it like that and say it can be contradictory and it still can be fine can be wonderful even though it's completely contradictory that before i can experience love i will have to experience loss or while i'm experiencing love in that experience itself i'm experiencing loss loss it's possible all of these things right this is how actually life works if it is crystal clear and only one thing then that definitely isn't life like if you're feeling good all the time then there's something wrong you know what is wrong is basically you're running someone else's script you're running an imaginary illusionary script is what i tell myself okay out of all that uh, i have understood out of numerous challenges in life and numerous miraculous experiences in life and out of all this introspection life will have to come only if it is shaded then it's life then it's wholesome then it's alive then it's going to produce something wonderful if it is it has all the drama in it the one moment you're feeling great and the next moment you're feeling absolutely rubbish or both at the same time it could be all these shades and then it's definitely life 
And the question remains, how do you and I meet it? This part of us, this humanity in us that comes comes alive in us ever so often, every day. How do you and I meet it is the question. I ask myself every single day, how can I meet myself today? Should I meet myself just where I am, just the way I am? And the answer is, I tried it many different ways to meet myself with um, dramatics and, you know, theatre and meet myself with playfulness and curiosity and meet myself with articulation and, and form and image and colours and paint and meet myself in uh, other people and serve and be there for them and be empathic and contribute and uh, help but ultimately, it's meeting oneself where one is, just as one is, by saying, Yeah, I see you. I hear you. Yeah, what you're experiencing is what it is to be human. And that's all there is to it. Whatever will happen, will be human enough. And then I'm able to make space for that to occur and be and sit and have dinner on my table (coughs) until the time I'm not sitting and checking in and seeing which parts are hurting and which parts are warming and which parts are amazingly pleasant I haven't met my humanity and I haven't met myself and then whatever else I do doesn't feel right In fact, if it brings in too much effort, it doesn't just work. So with that, I would like to tell you, Panti, that whatever I say is because you are also speaking through me. All of this is you. All of this is you and more. Insights, clarity, presence, joy. All of it. And I breathe with you in this moment. And I feel your presence. And that fills me with so much love. I hope to see you soon. Good night. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time zone we are in, here we are again and I'm excited to talk about, well that's not the way actually it comes to me, you know, the way it comes to me is what's alive in me right now and what came alive, especially when I'm doing something with my hands, especially in the kitchen, you know, it's uh, partly automatic work, partly and it opens up the senses, you're you're smelling stuff and breathing in things. So I was chopping mangoes and uh, that's when things came alive in me, that what I want to say and share and uh, listen to myself, meet myself in this sharing 
and I'm gonna do that while I continue oops I'm sorry while I continue cutting some mangoes and make some nice pulp out of it and if you can hear you will hear the buzzing of this daytime cicadas you know the day insects because right behind my kitchen window is this marshy not marshy but a jungle thicket not very big but it's there so can you hear it probably you can I opened the window just a bit so you can hear more I can hear more <laughs> the you here I keep saying is to myself to my future self or to all of you who are listening to me because I continuously keep feeling that everyone's a part of me everyone I still can't articulate that experience very well but one day I will so while I was chopping mangoes I began to feel the presence of my friends of all the friends I've met in the last 50 years yes I turned 50 just a couple of days back and that does something to you I and mean, you know maybe it's psychological maybe it's organic physical but it does something to you it did something to me when I turned 40 and 30 and I wasn't that aware at that time to notice but it took me a couple of years to notice what it did at this time it's very distinct clear in fact I began feeling it before I turned 50 you know you're closing in you're nearing 50 and it's just a greater sense of gratitude I don't like this word gratitude doesn't explain everything you know it's kind of uh, I would love the word but it kind of uh, means different things for different people so what gratitude really means to me at the moment is a sense of feeling lucky like oh wow did I come across all these amazing things and people and events did this really happen and how it changed me it took years for me to notice that change and that's the true change it should take some years right if it's if it's a, a kind of wide deep shift an evolutionary shift not just growth you know something at various several levels that it's addressing so I was uh, I still am feeling this gratitude that wow did all these things happen to me and some most of them so tragic right but from that tragedy in that tragedy itself there was this great learning and great opening yep so Sorry about that pause and actually pauses are most welcome but it was not a intentional pause my child just walked in to put his plate back the mango eating plate and uh, he was very present very alert so he was very quiet he's a big boy 
Right, so this sense of uh, checking in and sitting with oneself and listening to these amazing coincidences and serendipity which connected me with so many so many people and they inspired me, I inspired them. Uh, there was a connect. It was natural, it was mutual, it was full of everything. All of them, all the real connects were full of anxiety and uncertainty and sometimes uh, huge disappointments, anger, and yet there was this bond, right? And there still is. I feel real bonds are like that. They're not all rosy and sweet and all hunky-dory all the time. They are full of all shades. There goes the doorbell. interruptions especially when I'm making a podcast I know you may not entirely enjoy it but the purpose of this uh, podcast is uh, to be raw and real to be here and now to to as and when there is uh, an inspiration something moves me I want to reach for my podcast and I want just be able to share this first for myself and then for others who are like me who are done with sort of or want a break from uh, all the perfectness of the world, you know, perfectly curated podcasts and videos and perfect, perfect, perfect. While that is also wonderful and I enjoy that too, but there is to be some space where you are just childlike and simple and real and easy and just blah. And that's also fine. So to celebrate all parts of humanity. In fact, while I was just doing my chi workout this morning, that's kind of a freestyle energy workout I love that uh, I, I, I had this thought and I wanted to share it here note it down here that we're we're all oh I lost my train of thought Oof. this chopping of mangoes is very interesting it absorbs me immerse it's an immersive experience so it's like and I haven't done another podcast like this you know where I'm doing something and then talking but right now it was so many things are coming alive and I said I have to record this I have to share this I have to right now right now right now and uh, so yeah I lost that train of thought wonderful wonderful but the point is coming back to all these people all these things that happened to you all these events totally unpredictable right so much of it totally unpredictable especially the the places i went without any idea just without anticipating anything not anticipating at all and feeling like oh i would love to do this let's see what happens you know like my workshop a writer's workshop i attended way back 21 22 years ago and it was such a surreal moment and then i met this uh, writer whose books and his friendship changed a lot of things for me now you're hearing a little fat fat you know a little tempo that comes to collect our garbage and these beautiful sounds through the day they 
hold, they create a space in which you are held like there is a certain sense of certainty, certain sense of certainty, how <laughs> that, which says, uh, well, now the garbage man has come, well, and the doorbell rings, so, so the boy who washes my car came to give the keys back, and well, uh, our little dog, Peaches, will need her food soon, and all these sounds of, of the morning, inform to hold one psychological space and one of the foremost needs of human beings may be the need to simply be safe first before we can express ourselves yes yes the thought came back so i had this thought while i was doing the chi practice in this morning that One part of us, like for people like some of us who have a lot of passion and who have a great need to express, communicate, explore, we first need to let our inner child out. We need to let that inner child come out and play a little bit before we can get on with anything serious. Like before I can, you know, go into any work online and and some replies to some emails or think of a new project or write down an outline of a project or a proposal. I have to first play. And the same way when I wanted to do my yoga practice and the Kalari Payatu, which is an Indian martial art practice, which is like kind of set exercises which a teacher has given me. And before doing that, I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't, I can't do what someone's told me to do. I got to first free, free float, free move and do my thing, baby. And just move and move and move and move oh, and playfully and just for the joy of it and then I could focus and say okay let me see one of the exercises okay I can do this so it was it was what was that it was the inner child which was given permission to say okay it's your time go on play for a while and then it was ready to cooperate the whole being was ready to cooperate and say okay now we can do something serious and that sort of applies to everything which is why I have a table which is uh, my art table so whenever I'm doing something writing or you know all the serious stuff of life you know uh, especially doing accounts or mm, I go after a while and because when I can sense now it's all getting too serious and I'm my nerves are saying no 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 stop now and that's when I just get up and go and do some painting, some freestyle drawing, just uh, have a little playtime in a few minutes and that works. Uh, so coming back to being 50 and feeling this huge, a very different quality of gratitude. This gratitude is not like just like, oh, I was so lucky. It's like this was terrible and how did we survive that? And boy, I got all these blessings. How did this happen? And can I next time be ready when something untoward or unexpected, undesirable happens? Can I first stop and say, hmm, hmm, wait a minute, this is not going to be entirely bad as it has never been before. Never. Never. Nothing has been entirely bad. And if um, you read the story of my life, which I'm writing, you will see that everything's been bad everything like never had the right childhood was very abusive uh, got into the first marriage which was which was non-consummate 
Then the second one just lasted a year and a half and it was very traumatizing because then I got a baby out of it and I soon became a single mother by the time I was 38 or something and repeatedly coming in, creating some amazing things in architecture, design, art, education, dance, music, something or the other and yet not finding ground, not finding a stable uh, not being able to create a stable environment to, to live in, which is not having one's own house or enough finances. And yet amongst all this and more and more, like there have been hundreds of heartbreaks and being hypersensitive, being uh, HSP, which is highly sensitive person, uh, being uh, NGF, what is that? Something like that. Highly empathic in, in an empath, having all these sort of gifts and uh, like when I wrote my first fable which I didn't know I was writing I just began to write when my baby was in my womb uh, around 12 years ago right 13 years ago it wrote itself I had no idea that's how writing happened it wrote itself 40,000 words 10 chapters mm, 17 18 characters and all of it made sense after after I read it after three, four months. When I read it after three, four months of writing it. So it wrote itself. So I was looking at what is it? What is that giftedness? What is this, you know, gift? I think it boils down for me is one thing. That my need, deep need to just concentrate and be immersed in one thing. Like totally find yourself, like I'm cutting and chopping this mango and I don't like really talking and chopping. Talking and chopping, I think that should be the title of this episode. Talking and chopping isn't, isn't really fun. I won't actually focus either only on chopping or only on talking. So next time I'm going to do that. But this is an experience, so it is informing me what I want to do next time, right? Mm. So coming back to that sense of gratitude. Now, I really want to acknowledge these these friends, these wonderful people I came across in life, first of all, which made it happen. And my own spirit. The spirit moves through you. The spirit moves you. And we need a mind, body, and emotions, and uh, space around us, and our social settings, all of it. To help us move with that spirit effortlessly like don't come in your own way means that oh I don't know why I want to do this but it feels right it feels so right that it's the only thing I want to do you know and we all have that experience we all have that experience if someone like me who has been so traumatized and lived with her own trauma for so long nearly 45 years it's only in the five six years since five, six years that I feel I have had a huge turnaround. And the reason is that every person who holds a significant place in my journey came to show, to demonstrate something, something unique. And from every person, I took away just one single thing. And I didn't know that I was doing that, okay? It was all a process, a organic experience and when you look back you know that oh okay that's what happened there 
So it started earliest, earliest memories of what and who made a difference was my school and all the teachers in my school, my principal. And though I'm an unschooly mom and uh, unschooly minded person also, and I lived an unschooly life all my life, which I didn't realize till I started unschooling my son, my school allowed me to be unschooly. How's that? Yeah. So today when I'm turning 50, I want to say this out loud and keep it on record that every single teacher and my principal and all the students of the younger classes and the older classes and some of the friends in my own class really made life beautiful when stuff at home was so devastating so bad the only thing i wanted to do is stay in school as long as i can so i raised my hand for every activity every single thing and uh, just just got involved i just made that my my escape like if I stay busy and if I show up for everything then I don't have to think about stuff at home which I can't do anything about right and at that time the young mind didn't know that that was the strategy I came up with it was just you know you're not conscious about your consciousness <laughs> you were just just uh, floating by and just doing whatever's coming next you know you have no idea about all these things so then I then I then I won at many things. I was I was a winner of sorts in everything. In everything, I had great appreciation, and uh, everybody appreciated me greatly. And I got lots of awards, and uh, I was a head girl and a president of clubs and whatnot. But that's not important. That's my winning stuff was not important to me. What I mean by that is, at one level, it was important that I was getting appreciation. Very important. But another level, I wasn't really doing it for that, because there were incidents when, when, uh, like for example, they, I had, I made some mistake or something happened, and and uh, they decided that now you can't no longer be a, be a head girl. And I had my coronation ceremony just a few days later, and I was like, I have no problem. I, I'm sorry this happened, but I, I don't regret it, and I was very happy to attend it for my friends who were going to be prefects and head girls and captains and I was very uh, indifferent to what happened to me like I lost a title which is so big no it didn't matter to me I was focused on okay what happened just now what are we learning here that sort of thing it was very important for me to feel right about who I am and how that feeling came was not important. I didn't think that it was because I was getting appreciation alone that I'm, I am uh, <clears throat> doing well, so to speak. Yeah, I thought it was helping me manage my life at home. There was something I could look forward to the next day and that's all that mattered. I wanted to belong to that school, to that process, no matter what was going on. I just wanted to be part of things. So I remember one of my friends saying, Aha, uh -huh, so now you're not going to be a head girl. I'm going to be a head girl. And she poked me with, my, with her elbows like, I love it if you're going to be a head girl because I know you're going to do a great job of it. And she was surprised that I wasn't jealous. I wasn't upset. And she gave me this weird look I remember till date. And her name was Kusum Kamle. I remember her name till date. And uh, I went for the rehearsals and I supported all my my friends and uh, uh, younger students who loved me. I just wanted to be part of things. 
and that's why I won at everything because I was not focused on winning you know and that's because my teachers were like that that attitude came from my teachers and some of my friends I remember my two of my best friends in class who we really didn't speak much but we were all sort of you know this nerdy you know kids in class and I remember they always looking at me with so much compassion and I to them with so much love and compassion that was it that was our friendship we hardly spoke much you know they were very nerdy I was a little bit playful and, and enjoyed a lot of extracurricular I do theater and dance and blah blah so okay that was the first part of life 10 years and then came uh, immediately I met my music teacher Oh, and that was another I mean each story I need to narrate for at least an hour because there's so many layers to it how can I just say it in in a few minutes but I'm going to touch upon it today and maybe again elaborate if you leave me a message that will help me encourage me to tell you the whole story of how I met my music teacher how he became a friend of Godfather a, a teacher of course yeah and that was the first time I felt like I mattered like from someone who was like a father figure that I mattered and my parents didn't have that time and I don't blame them at all I just totally understand that they had different priorities at that time and they were going through their own set of difficulties right but I as a child found this person and this person really nourished my life at so many levels especially the level where my spirit needed nurturing like I remember learning music Indian music uh, classical and he just sat and taught me like one raga for a whole three years and I was totally fine with it and neither did he ever mention that are you bored do you want to learn some other raga now we touched upon one or two other but basically we were learning only one raga and I said no I'm fine I, I don't think he ever asked me and I felt like I'm, I was not interested once again in learning and accumulating knowledge or you know going out there and saying hey I have done my music exams in Visharat and this and that or anything of that sort I was happy to be immersed I was happy to have this kind of part participation and uh, attention from uh, a wonderful person uh, someone who's nurturing my spirit and I didn't know this at that time I was just like please adopt me I want to stay here and there were days when I would just almost every time I went for for practice which was once or twice a week after an hour's practice uh, of music I would go in this state of trance and be completely transfixed and sitting in one position feeling a s ripples of joy and bliss and then he would tell his cook to make me a big cup of tea and that tea was so delicious I remember the color of the cup the rim the taste of the tea the warmth even now because it was so perfect that moment I was fully alive in one place only you know there was no second voice there was no guilt there was no doubt there was simple presence and we'd sit quietly sitting and sipping our tea and uh, in his deep baritone voice he would say Dipali how are you doing 
would you like to have some tea thodi cha peevi she in gujarati you know so so i'm going to only talk about one person today Ugh. okay so there's another bell and it's time to go perfect timing right just when i said i'm going to talk only about one person today then uh, my dear cook and house help has arrived and the doggy needs uh, food so i'm going to continue this episode and talk more about initiation and what uh, so many others that came in my life what did their presence do uh, and how is the spirit moving a chart of how the spirit moves through life and how do we cooperate with it i love you have a good time for me meditation looks like these days it looks like simply sitting and checking in with what all is alive in me and then slowly what all is alive around me and then slowly what all is ar- alive in my world and then slowly what all is alive in the world i feel it is very important for me to wake up and first thing check in with myself where am i what's alive in me what's going on it's almost like turning on the tv and just saying what's going on and you know not surfing the channels just checking in not tapping into choices and desires and needs just first checking or like standing at the river side before plunging into it and experiencing its freshness just putting one toe in and checking how cold is the water how warm is it looking around checking what time of the day and what is it doing to the sky and the land checking how the birds are singing and really paying attention to all of it like really paying all my attention and it seems to me that as we grow older our awareness and our attention quality increases many fold and so we need more time perhaps to really tune into that one bird song or one sound or one movement that is going on irrespective of me irrespective of what i bring to it it's already happening it's like the rain is already falling 
I didn't make it fall. It's like it's all happening. And you wake up and you bring your awareness to it and say, Aha, I see. I see the rain is falling. I see the droplets bouncing off the ground. I see the streams, little rivulets forming themselves. I see the water splashing on the windowsill. I see wetness in the air. I experience it. And just being there without deciding that, oh, I need to wear my galoshes and go out for a walk or, or, or uh, take care of the plants out there or anything else. And why is this so important? It seems very important as I'm growing older and and uh, becoming and living and choosing a life of ease, love and joy and abundance. Why is this important? It is important now, I feel, because one has done this for 50 years, lived the life that one thought would work out. And it did work out many, many times. It did work out, of course. It did bring a lot of joy, ease, love, and abundance in its own way along with challenges, difficulties, and problems, the whole shebang. But now it seems like one needs to dedicate some amount of time to doing absolutely nothing, not making those choices. Because as soon as you wake up, you begin making choices. You choose to make tea or coffee. You choose to wash up. You choose to decide what you want to get done in the day. There's a whole to-do list waiting based on choices. And a lot of choices have been left out for another time, another day. And this whole constant relationship with reality based on choices... And that gives rise to a certain amount of doubt at times. So are you making the right choice? Will this take us in the direction of joy, ease, love and abundance? Whereas when I am checking in, I already notice I am in love, peace, joy and abundance. And that's the magic, that's the beauty, that's the mathematics of being alive the choices make us feel we aren't there yet while you're making the cup of coffee you're anticipating you'll be drinking it after a while whereas if you check in and that right that moment you may realize that coffee has been drunk or perhaps you have no need to drink coffee because the experience of presence, of wholeness, of completeness is so entire, so thorough, so complete that at times 
and many times when I'm deep into presence, I don't feel the sense of hunger. I don't feel the sense of separation, pain, distance. There are no choices to be made. Everything is already there. It's like you lifted your consciousness, your awareness up into the motherboard of your being where everything's perfect. It's already happening. And then you come down into your humanness where there are limitations and separations and duality. And I want to hear myself and share with you, dear Panti, that both are same. They feel and look totally different, but actually both are same. How so? Because when I'm in presence and I start from presence, let's say before making coffee, I am in presence. And I'm totally, totally immersed in my true self, our one true self. I'm united with everything. I'm complete in that space of perfection and fully being alive. I absorb that. I trigger that and expand that experience, deepen it so much that when I step out of it and come into duality to make that cup of coffee, I don't anticipate it. I don't expect the taste. I'm again immersed in that moment of making coffee for its own sake and enjoying presence while making coffee also. And then while drinking coffee also. Because the sense and experience of presence has now informed me completely in my body, mind, spirit. And there is no expectation. There is no desire. It's already there. So from that place, I'm not consuming anything. I'm part of the phenomenon of life. <laughs> the way it appears to me in different, different forms, it tries to tell me what it looks like. And I, I am its student and trying to listen deeply and understand so that I can experience it as my lived reality more and more and more. And the separation duality ends. Because one can't sit on a chair and be in presence all day long. There's stuff to be done. But then, when I have sort of stocked up on the dose of presence and meditation through meditation, and I've stocked up on, filled myself up with it, then when I get up and do the doingness of the day, like making a cup of coffee, or answering that email or going out on an errand or whatever else and then I feel my mind is dropped and merged into that presence within and now that presence is getting stuff done and how do I know it is it is definitely so because 
then I don't feel the rush, then I don't feel that anxiety, then I don't feel the need to push myself to get it done, then I don't feel my thoughts running on a railway track in my mind. I don't feel them. And yet all of this is happening, right? I don't feel them as separate things. It's all happening in one wholeness, synchronized, like a phenomenon, as a happening. It's happening naturally without my ego, my mind, my desires making them happen. There is a lightness about it. There's even a joy about it. There is even amusement and and uh, delight about it. And that's how I know that, oh, I'm doing all this stuff, but look how delightful it feels. And so, waking up, checking in, again through the day when I feel my juices of presence are running low, I need to stock up again, stop, pause and rest in ease, rest in presence. Again, go back and carry that presence into everything else you're doing and being and having. Don't even carry it. It just naturally goes with you. Again, if you feel, oh, I'm a little away from the presence, I've moved out of the seat of the soul. And the seat has moved with me to another spot. You stop again and say, oh, we go back, go back to that center, go back. I believe the mathematics is showing me that eventually, no matter where you are, the center follows you. In glimpses, I've seen it happen, and no matter what I'm doing, and and I'm feeling, oh, this is not feeling right, I don't feel like I'm in the center. And suddenly something happens, you say, no, this is also fine. This is also fine. You are in the center, everywhere, in whichever form you are. And then you have a greater responsibility. You say, oh, does that mean that if I am upset with someone or if I am, you know, being mean, I'm still in the center? But that's not right. That's not how presence is, right? That's the beauty. It's like you got upgraded, you got graduation, you have passed with flying colors and now presence is saying, you choose. You choose the reality you want to create from this powerful place of me being with you in every condition, every spot, everywhere. I'm with you. And so you get to choose whether you want to continue being upset, lonely, tired, angry, even for split seconds. Or you stop and say, no, I choose because I have the freedom. I know presence never leaves me. The center follows me no matter how I feel, where I am. And that, oh my God, I can't tell you what that releases. What kind of magic and beauty and joy and abundance does that release into your life, into the world, into the lives of your loved ones? 
And after a long, long time, I have to admit to you, my dear friend, that I have begun to see that the only thing I want to do is stay in presence and after that give up everything and focus on the needs of my family, friends and dear ones. Focus on the needs of the world unconditionally as a matter of choice because, you know, when you're full and you have everything you want, what do you do? You try to create ways in which you can share that with others. Why? Because I want all of us to experience this and join me here and and see that, oh my God, this is so, so amazing, so beautiful, so easy, so loving. And all it takes is just that realization that stopping and checking and you're there. Yes, that doesn't take anything else. It doesn't. It doesn't take passing some fire tests and some dark soul of dark nights of the soul or nothing. It just takes stopping to look, check, check if that sounds true, and then just sit there, take a deep breath, and allow it. And I want to acknowledge once more how grateful I am to Lisa Natoli and of course in Miracles, the beautiful, amazing, divine, amazing, amazing, amazing way she's explained and put it forth. It took me two, two and a half, three years almost to go through the two courses that she's gifted us. They are available free of cost. Huh? The 40 days and the healing cure. And what has that done, my God? So I'm deeply, deeply grateful. Above all, I met you there in that space, in her space. And you brought me so much love, confidence, and simply being yourself you you just being yourself has allowed me to share share this deepest most alive most pertinent most complete experience of my life So that we do a quick meditation. So meditation looks like check-in to me these days. It also looks like body work. So when I'm doing yoga, body work, and I feel all my parts are coming together, the mind, the body, the thoughts, the memories, the story, the needs, the to-do lists, the expectation, the love for my friends and family, the love for the world, all of these things maybe they're separated in my mind but they in that one movement in that hour of just being present with the body mind heart all of it sort of comes in one aligned synchronized harmonious form and uh, begins to gain one energy it's almost like you know you have these little balls of 
of great potential energy floating around you, you know, the ball of thoughts, the ball of needs, the ball of expectations, the ball of need, uh, <clears throat> to-do lists, the ball of memories, all of them are floating around and then you do this little dance to juggle them and bring them together and hold them in your palms and move them into one big ball together and they sort of breathe together and merge into each other and form a whole new energy and they're they're you that ball is you then and then from that space of feeling connected to yourself to everything around you to the world to the life to everything in sort of a whole being awareness is born and that awareness goes ahead of you to invite you into what you need to do next and hence at heart I think all of us are nomadic we're like animals and birds we need to keep ourselves also like that freer choosing only what feels right where our hearts lead us so two types of checking in and meditation one is with conversation so either I speak in my podcast like I am doing right now that is a check-in and the next is completely silent check-in by movement at the end of the movement there is a brief period of sitting completely in silence and experiencing how thought ends like thoughts literally go to a place and diminish dissolve or they kind of recede far in the background and become a tiny bleak whisper sometimes just for a split moment they aren't there at all and that is the wealth I live with comes alive in me and I wish upon you my dear friend Panti and everyone else on this planet and everyone else in the whole universe so with a deep breath sighing it out gentle movements of the body I'm starting from the neck today and keeping the eyes faintly slightly softly open looking down and just riding the wave of the breath Just riding the wave of the next breath, coming in, going out and watching what it's doing to the rest of your being, the rest of your body, mind, spirit, just watching the riding of the wave. Coming in, going out, the breath on its own, coming in, going out, as if it is at work, 
It is gently doing something, sculpting a being inside you, sculpting your body into perfection, into joy, into love, into abundance, into ease. The wave taking away what you don't need and have lived through it, bringing in you need more of and filling you with it. You reach a point where you can experience the happening and you are not breathing but breathing is happening. body is breath, your mind is breath, your spirit is breath, your whole identity is just the breath and you relate to it, you become it fully, you allow it, you do nothing about it except allowing it. Gently, you can move gently. Sometimes it feels like moving so that the breath can go into those corners where there is stuff that needs moving. It's like brooming the house and sometimes you can't reach those corners behind furniture. And you move it a little bit so your broom can go right there. If you feel like. If you don't, then all is smooth and you're sitting in a clean empty room. And the broom can go everywhere easily. And that's slowly coming into the present moment by opening your eyes, looking at your whole body and the space it's touching, feeling it, moving your hand over it, gently, lovingly, blessing it, the body and the space it's touching the chair or the cushion or the mat and the next deep conscious breath open your eyes fully and look around your space and smile at everything that has created itself into your world bring you ease, joy, comfort, well-being, health, abundance. Take at least three things you notice and thank it in words, consciously, openly. 
everything this beautiful weaving that has been inspiring me the past few days i thank the floor of this house that has brought me so much joy i love the floor it's an old flooring not available in many houses these days the view outside my window that constantly keeps it all green soft nourishing to my eyes to my spirit for every single day for the last two and a half years thank you speaking out loud and giving words to each gratitude is like offering it back to life that you have brought me this silently but i will stop and make the effort to put it into words how grateful i am for your silent offering silent blessing and now With another breath, I offer this whole moment of experience and choice that I made to sit in presence, in presence with my friend Panti in spirit, all my friends who are listening to me. This whole moment, I offer it back to life. I did not create it; I chose it, and you helped me create it. Thank you for speaking through me. Thank you for breathing through me. Thank you for reaching out through me and into the lives of all those who are listening, into their bodies and beings and spirit. I love you. Breathe in. Breathe out. And now, for a minute. Let's just walk about with this presence and see if the presence is walking with you and you are not walking. How different is it? Notice, examine, explore. Notice how different is that from your other way of walking. See if that. wants to become your natural everyday way of walking and you never want to walk fast again i don't know if presence is always slow i'm not sure of that presence is fast and slow and everything and that's it for now i love you instantly the result of that sitting in presence checking in with yourself and assimilating all of life that is alive in you around you one we just did just before this one oh instantly the result is absolutely awesome awesome absolutely 
So as soon as I did that, I after that I wanted to really eat. I was so hungry. So instantly I felt drawn, like literally just effortlessly. I don't even remember how did I take out the breakfast and I warmed it and how did I do that? I don't remember that part. Whereas I do remember the morning part when I made my first cup of tea. But this part I don't remember because it was so lucid. And then I had to call my bank. And the place where I spoke from with the lady, I just loved the space that God created between us and wasn't even paying attention to what really I called about and what was the discussion mainly about but I'm really present to I'm really aware of I noticed how the space shifted how I spoke from a completely relaxed space and there are many many results of it so I always check in with her I always examine what does that look like what is what does it happen what happens when you uh, try out something new and then examine if it has these effects or any if it doesn't have a desired effect Buddha said that and I believe Christ and many people said that and do not uh, accept it or apply it if it is not real or true for you no matter how well-meaning and amazing the sharer or giver is you have that choice And I had a niggling backache which is gone. So putting that experience or internal experience of being in presence and feeling the energy and putting it into action is where the real results shall start showing up. That's it for now. Just wanted to check in with that and uh, share because this is a space of being raw and real, right? We are sharing uh, how does our lives look like? How do I? I don't know what's happened to my English right now. <laughs> I guess it's lovely to just see yourself fooling around, you know, being silly when you didn't even intend for it. Like just the words are just not coming to me. And yet I spoke to the bank lady perfectly fine. So I guess, uh, yeah, this is a space of being raw and real and and sharing from uh, what does what do a, what does a life look like from living from mindful presence living consciously living with great awareness about stuff in our life uh, in ourselves and and uh, sharing from that so i invite you panti one day if you want to come and share over here chat with me i love you mm-hmm.